You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, the power of money part two. In today's episode, we will explore some upcoming trends and ideas for podcasts and books and information to help women make wise money decisions. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today we're talking more about money and I wanted to share some tips, ideas, and valuable resources with you. And just as a reminder, nothing in this show should be construed as financial advice. This show is meant to provide information for you only. In part one, we talked about the importance of only using 30% of your credit, of checking your data with the credit bureaus to make sure it's correct, of considering working with a financial advisor and about the mistakes we make with our money. In today's episode, I wanted to share a bit more about money and giving you some ideas and resources for some incredible podcasts, books, advisors, and different options for you, because I want you to be successful and and have what you want in your life, and we have to all create our plans so that we can make that happen. It's funny because money is often a dirty secret in families or between romantic partners or between friends. Some people would rather divulge shameful personal details rather than give up information about how much they make, what their credit score is, or what their debt or spending habits are. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. So when I was writing my Art of Manifesting class, I started looking deeper into the mindset that we have about money, and it can be complicated, unconscious, and laden with negative emotions. And here's the thing. The book that I really loved, it's an old book, but it's a great book. It's called Your Money or Your Life, and it's written by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez, and it helps us identify our mindset, but also our habits regarding money. So I thought I'd mention that first. They wrote about these ideas in 2008, but their book set off a lot of other people's creative ideas to write about money and mindset and creation. But that book helps you get clarity about what you think and feel about your money and what you do with your money. So I wanted to mention that book because it's a wonderful book. Um, So I also wanted to talk about a couple of other books, and I'm actually going to read a little bit from these because I just think that they're really fantastic. So one of my first books about money that I got was back in the 80s. I've been doing self-growth work since the 80s, and I found this book called Creating Money. It's by Sanayan Roman and Dwayne Packer. And this book is a classic spiritual book, and it teaches you about your vibrational frequencies and your consciousness and how you um, can change what you manifest and create by how you show up, how you think, how you feel. This is early, early, early. This is way before the law of attraction and all that stuff, The Secret, came out. That was about 15 years ago or so. This is 1988. So 
I'm going to read this for you because I think this is really profound. And they do talk about inner guidance in this book, just like you hear me talk about it in this podcast. So I'm going to drop in to page 66. It says, there will be times when your inner guidance will say, I want to work all day. I feel so good to accomplish all that I am accomplishing. Your inner guidance will not always lead you to instant gratification. It often pursues a longer range sense of inner accomplishment and satisfaction. Inner guidance speaks in many different ways, but always through a sense of self-love and feeling good about what you're doing. Now, that little paragraph right there, that applies to how we save our money, how we invest our money, how we spend our money when we're using disposable income. It applies to a lot of things in our life. I love this because they also say if you feel more joyful and the more you feel joyful when you do things and follow your urges, hunches, and higher vision, the more quickly and easily you will get what you ask for. As you follow your higher path, the more you will find everything working in miraculous and easy ways. This is not to say that you won't be challenged for challenges help you gain strength and confidence. Your dreams will come true as you follow your feelings of joy, delight, and self-love. So that's a really great tip. They also say on page 74, to develop your mastery of abundance more quickly, start by recognizing how successful you already are at creating what you want and at honoring your integrity and at making good choices. Build on what you know you can do. Thank and love yourself for the strength and vision you have right now. Take a moment to tell yourself you already are a success. You can feel successful right now without depending on meeting certain goals to give that feeling to you. You can recognize all the wonderful things you're already doing in your life. It's interesting because there's another book that came out much more recently. It's called The Compound Effect. And I'm not going to read to you from that book, but basically the idea of the compound effect is if you implement successful strategies over a long period of time, that you will get results. And the thinking of the compound effect is based on the success consciousness that I just referenced from the Creating Money book. So you have to believe that you can do it and make it happen so that you can do it and make it happen. I think that's really important. Okay, so there's another book called The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. Now, this is also an old book. So Michael Gerber is this business coach. He travels all over the country consulting business uh, professionals, and he has this book called The E-Myth, and then he revisited it. And the idea of this book, and this book is for uh, entrepreneurs and people working in businesses, he talks to you about the different roles that are, there are in business. You have your technician, you have your manager, right? You have your entrepreneur and your visionary. And most people run a business, get lost in the technician role, the person who's doing the service, baking the bread, providing the artwork, whatever, doing that actual thing versus the other roles, like someone who manages that person or someone who is an entrepreneur and expands the business or the visionary who takes that business in another direction. So I totally recommend this book if you are an entrepreneur, even though it's older, it still asks some really key questions and it helps you think about how much time are you spending in your business and how are you spending it in your business versus are you working on your business? So that's the E-Myth Revisited. I'm also going to recommend a book called 100 Absolutely Unbreakable Laws of Business Success. And this is written by Brian Tracy. And what's funny is he actually talks about the elements of the universal laws 
although he doesn't overtly say they're universal laws, and he talks about his own laws of business. But a lot of what he's talking about is based on spiritual ideas. The universal laws are laws that apply to everyone in the universe. You've heard of the law of attraction probably, but that's actually not the only law. There are a lot of other laws like the law of oneness, the law of vibration, the law of the, they call compensation return. Some people call that the law of karma. There are a whole bunch of different laws and his teaching is based on the spiritual laws, whether or not he overtly acknowledges it. But if you're in business, one of the laws he says is the law of the customer satisfaction. The customer's always right. And the first corollary is if ever the customer seems to be wrong, refer back to rule number one. And the second corollary is all customer satisfaction comes from people dealing with other people, as in relationships. So, you know, money is an energy, right? It's an energy that flows to us and it's a representation of something that's been given or done and exchanging money for that service or product or energy that's been expressed. And the thing about it is money is also something, if you look at money like a person and you treat it like a person, you're going to have a better relationship with money than if you don't. Because if you're open to receiving money, if you're positive about having money, you feel successful and you have the ability to receive money versus if you judge people who have money, you're angry with people who are wealthy, you judge yourself for having money, um, that's going to repel versus you're open, positive, happy, and engaged. All relationships in bi- are in business are relationships. And so when you work with developing relationships with people, that leads to developing and experiencing and receiving more money and also spending more money. It's really important also that you look at when you spend money, instead of looking at, at it as a negative, you want to look at it as a positive because you want to think about it as you're empowering someone else, you're helping someone else. You know, when you pay your electric bill, you're helping all those employees have jobs, right? You are reimbursing someone or paying someone for something that you received. So having that energy of gratitude when you pay your bills is really important because that attitude or that energy that you have That says whether you have prosperity consciousness or poverty consciousness. And poverty consciousness is the feeling that you don't have enough, that you won't have enough, you won't be taken care of. Prosperity consciousness is when you feel like you do have enough, that more is coming to you, you will be taken care of, your needs will be met, you're happy to spend money so other people can get their needs met. And you know that your needs will be met. And then the energy of money cycles. When people stop spending money because they're afraid, then other people don't get the money they need. When you spend money with the intention that you are helping people to have a higher and better experience, that you're helping them meet their goals, that you're helping have them be happy, safe, empowered, and getting their needs met, that has a much higher vibrational frequency than, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money versus I'm excited to spend this money to help these people have this experience. And that's really important. It's a really different energy. And when you have that energy, money will come back to you more easily because there is this thing, there's a cycle that happens. You put it out and it comes back. What I put out comes back. That's also universal law. Now they call it the law of attraction, but that's actually a little bit simplistic. There's more to it than that. But what you put out, what your thoughts, feelings, and actions are expressing, that will be returned to you. 
That's that law of compensation and return. So if you have an empowered attitude or belief about money, then you will notice a difference. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some more ideas and more tips for you. This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. Okay, so we're back. So I love this law. This law was from Brian Tracy's book, The Laws of Business Success. It's called The Law of Optimism. I love this. It says the true leader radiates the confidence that all difficulties can be overcome and all goals can be attained. It says optimism in a leader inspires and empowers people to believe that they can do more and be better than they ever have been before. It's one of the most powerful of all qualities for leadership and success in the personal and business life. And you can learn to become an optimist by practicing the behaviors of other positive, optimistic, future-oriented people. You become an irrepressible optimist by practicing the habits of optimism whenever they are called for. Optimism is a foundation of a positive mental attitude, or PMA. I like that. Optimism is the ability to find something worthwhile in every situation. It has been best defined as a generally positive and constructive response to stress. He also says that the only things you can control in life are your responses to the inevitable problems and difficulties you face each day. How you respond to a situation or how you interpret the situation determines how you feel about it. I love that. So how you respond determines how you feel about it. And then your feelings, your emotions, then determine the clarity and effectiveness of your thoughts and your responses. So the more optimistic and positive you are, the calmer, more positive and more creative you will be. Optimists are can-do people. They look for the good in every situation. And when something goes wrong, they say, that's good. And then they look for something that's good within the problem or difficulty, and they always find it. Isn't that fabulous? Who knew? That's a money book, right? It's a great book. So here's the thing. Being an optimist, being positive, having a success consciousness with money, treating money like it's something that you can relate to, like a relationship and treating it with love, care, and respect. That's really important. That makes a difference in how you experience money flow in your life. And also the compound effect gives you some really great and concrete um, ideas on how you can generate specific habits that will help you get to where you want to go. So a couple of other things. I want to share some podcasts that are amazing. So there's Her Money with Jean Chatsky. And Jean also has a hermoney.com website. And she also has a Facebook group. And if you're interested in being invited into the Facebook group, let me know and I can invite you because I'm in that Facebook group. And a lot of people that go on her podcast as guests, they'll say what their financial situation is, and then they'll ask a question about how they can improve it. Recently, there's been this movement called the FIRE movement, which is basically is save your money now and invest it and then retire early. 
So it's an important thing that a lot of people are doing where they're living frugal lifestyles, but they're using it so they can retire early so that they can do the other things that they want to do in their life. So you'll hear her talk about it on her podcast sometimes, but she has some really great investing and concrete money strategies on her pod. She's extremely clear and she's really fantastic. So I definitely recommend her money. Uh, there's another one called Afford Anything with Paula Pant. And the links to all of these are going to be in the show notes. So I put all this stuff in there. Paula is also extremely well-informed. She has incredible guests talking about a lot of different aspects of money. I really recommend that you listen to her pod. It's fantastic. And her premise is you can't afford everything, but you don't want to spend your money on everything because your time, your resources are things that you give up in exchange for money. So when you do spend your money, you want to think about that as an exchange for your most valuable asset, which is your time. So she gives some very thought-provoking interviews, and she also brings up a lot of really valid and good points about investing, saving, and just strategies in general. I'm also going to give you another show. This is a practical one. This is called the Clark Howard pod, uh, Clark Howard show, excuse me, Clark Howard show, but it is a pod. He used to have it on the radio and now he is, he does a pod. Um, his show talks about ways to save money, ways to avoid scams, what's going on out there uh, financially. He'll talk about like how crazy buying a car has been in the last year. He talked about supply chain issues. He talked about credit card fraud. He talked about how COVID has affected a bunch of different people in a lot of different ways. He's extremely specific. And he has, he also has a, a, a couple of websites, but one of them is Clark.com. Like if you're looking for ways to save money or you're looking to find out, you know, ways to save for college, or there's some specific financial thing that you're looking for a strategy, you can go to Clark.com and get information from him. He's fantastic. There's also the money hour with Tina Mitchell. Now I know Tina personally, and I actually have had her as a guest on this show and she is in the mortgage industry, but she has a really interesting money show about what's happening currently, what the trends are with um, financial issues. A couple other resources. I'm going to talk to you like uh, about credit karma now, I got this recommendation from Clark Howard when I listened to his pod. It's a way to sign up and it's free and it's a way for you to see exactly what's going on with your credit cards. So we talked about credit card debt and how that's an issue. And this gives you a way to track that and to look exactly at how much money you owe. That will tell you if there's changes in your credit score. And um, it's fantastic. It also They also give you options to apply for things if you want to do that as well. In our Power of Money Part 1 show with Emily McFetridge, she referenced Mint as a software that you could use to track your expenses. And I haven't used it, but you could give it a shot. Um, so I loved her. And also, she had also talked about working with financial advisors. Um, I know two people that I really like. One of them I work with personally, um, that's Adam Joker, and another gentleman that I network with weekly, his name's Max Bear. So I'm putting their contact information in there if you want to have conversations with them. They're both great in different ways. So I wanted to give you just some tip of the iceberg resources, but those podcasts are amazing. 
You could also go back and listen to our Power of Money Part 1 with Emily because she really talks about some good and valuable ideas or things that you should be aware of. And so I wanted to thank you for coming in and hearing about some ideas for money, different ways to deal with it, look at it, experience it. And I wanted to share some of the wisdom that I've learned from other people over the years. So that being said, I hope that you are doing extremely well and that you will continue to grow in your prosperity. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com.